Hello and welcome back to Unleash Your Peace. My name is Ali Shoja. I am your host. I'm a positive mindset coach, a personal transformation expert. I'm a deliberate creator and I am your peace trainer. Now, Unleash Your Peace, such a cool podcast. Every single week, we dive into a different aspect of the internal world. We do that over the course of five episodes published Monday through Friday. Episodes are super short. They're under 10 minutes each. And the entire point of them is to take you inward where your peace your joy, your creativity, your love, your happiness, your solutions lie when we live from this place of joy and peace and connectedness to that infinite beingness of us, that non-physical part of us that holds all of our potential, we don't just incrementally improve the quality of our lives, we actually exponentially innovate every aspect of our experiences on this physical plane. We become whole, we become deliberate creators, we live the lives of our dreams, and we inspire and uplift everyone around us that trickles out into the society. And next thing you know, we're leveling up as a human race. And that is exactly my wish for all of us. Now, this week, we're talking about creativity. What a cool, fun, topic we've had. We've talked about what creativity is, how you can tap into it. What if you don't feel creative? How can you trigger creativity within yourself? How can you generate more ideas and live a more creative life. If you missed all of that, you can go back and binge listen literally to the whole thing in about half an hour. And today I want to talk about creativity and your intuition, that gut feeling that we get. What is your intuition? Your intuition is essentially your inner being, your beingness, that non-physical part of you whispering to you, it's soul. It's a poetic way of saying that your intuition is that guidance you experience from within that comes from inside of you. Now, there are certain things that get in our way of listening to our intuition. A lot of us actually have a problem with listening to our intuition. We question it all the time. And why is that? Why do we question that gut feeling that we get, that intuition that we get? And one theory that I have about this has to do with our schooling, with our school system. I don't think the schools that we have these days were designed for the creative beings that we are. They were designed to actually train factory workers. When you look at them, you're required to go into a big white building and then you sit down at a desk and you do everything that is contrary to the way that we learn. We learn through play. We learn through interacting with each other. And yet, what are we asked to do in school? We're asked to sit down, listen, raise our hand, and do very mechanical, pragmatic, and utilitarian things throughout the day. And then we are rewarded based on how well we perform on those. When you have somebody who is very creative, it's a very difficult environment to be in for them because they literally can't contain all of that energy, all of that creativity within themselves in that environment. Another thing that the schooling system that we have does is it trains us to do two very specific things. One is to constantly ask for permission. We have to ask for permission to go to the bathroom when we are in school. We have to ask for permission to do anything that we think we need to do or we want to do. And that actually separates us from our inner being because our inner being is always guiding us and telling us the right 
thing to do. But now if we have to externalize our permission and ask a teacher what is appropriate, what is right, now we are trusting an external source rather than the source that's within us. That creates separation. So when you're in school eight hours a day, five days a week for years, for 18 years, you are practicing so much separation from your source, from your intuition, that that becomes internalized. So now when you're out of school, of course, you're not going to trust your intuition. And what do you do? What do we do when we get out of school? We go right into a workspace where those rules apply, where again, our intuition what we think we need to do is externalize and put on this job, this boss, these requirements that are placed upon us by the workplace. Now, the second thing that the school does that gets in the way of us trusting our intuition, trusting our gut, and as a result being creative is that there's very definite and clear lines between right and wrong when we are in school. We are graded on things. And the grading works in such a way that you are either right on this answer or you are wrong on this answer. And that is a killer of creativity because that creates a situation where you think any idea you have is either a good idea or a bad idea. You think it's either going to work or it's not going to work. And that creates tension and resistance between us because what does school do with right and wrong. It rewards the right and it penalizes the wrong. If you are a creative, if you are a painter, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are somebody who is finding their own way, when you have an idea, there is a fear that it's not going to work. And if it's not going to work, then it's not the right idea. It is wrong and you are wrong and you are bad for having had that wrong idea. Now, Edison, when he was inventing the light bulb, he went through 10,000 elements before he found one that actually could conduct electricity without burning out. And lo and behold, we had the light bulb. Can you imagine if Edison had had that programming built into him that if he is wrong about something, then there's something wrong with him? If his first idea is not the right one, then there's something wrong with him and he's going to be penalized for it. If he had had that programming, he would not have gone through 10,000 different elements. He would have stopped after one and we would not have had the light bulb. Huge loss for humanity. If you're creative, on the other hand, you have to try different things. If you're an entrepreneur, you have to try different things. If you're trying to find a solution to a problem, you have to try different things. And guess what? 99% of them are not going to work. But that one that does work is going to be innovative. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. And it's going to give you so much reward internal and external when it does work. The same way that if you are looking for your keys and you don't know where they are, they are always going to be in the last place you look because you're going to stop looking right after that. So anytime you find what it is you're looking for, it's always in the last place you look for it, not in the first place you look for it. But it doesn't mean that the 10 places you looked for your keys, you should be penalized for them because they were the wrong ideas. And that's exactly what school does to us. It tells us that if you are wrong on this answer, then there's something wrong with you. And now 
you have five days a week, eight hours a day, 18 years of it telling you that when you are wrong on a question, when you don't have the correct answer, there's something wrong with you and you're going to be penalized, you're going to be held back, you're going to have all these consequences as a result of being wrong, of having been wrong. And that is another killer of creativity within you. If you have this thing within you where you feel like you can't trust your intuition, you can't trust your gut, really look at these two things. These might be active within your makeup. This fear of being wrong and this need to ask for permission. And if they are, I guarantee you there's a big chance that they are rooted in your schooling. And when you know where they're rooted, you can go back and you can start releasing them. We talked about this last week when we talked about blind spots. We talked about buried beliefs that we never look at because we either have a lot of guilt and shame around them or they have been so internalized that they have become a way of life. And I find that this need to ask for permission and this fear of being wrong usually are so internalized that they just become a way of life for us because it's just something that's reinforced day after day, hour after hour, year after year for so many years for us. So isn't it time to just release and let go and then go back to what we talked about yesterday, which is build new habits, give yourself some restrictions about whatever it is you're doing so that you can think a little bit more creatively and set yourself up for success when it comes to generating new ideas by not limiting yourself to only the ideas that you think are good ones or right ones because there are no good or bad ideas. There are just ideas that you have. Some of them work, some of them don't, and it's okay. It's okay if they do, it's okay if they don't, there's nothing lost, but you're not gonna know if an idea is going to work or not work unless you take it and go with it unless you execute it. So as I leave you this week, after a really fun discussion about creativity, I wanna urge you, if you've been sitting on some ideas with fear that, oh, what if they don't work? Throw that out and just do it, just do it. It's either gonna work or not, but I guarantee you, if you do it, if you go through with it, there's always an upside. It's always going to take you closer to where it is you actually wanna go rather than farther away. No failure takes you away from your success. The only thing takes, that takes you away from achieving the thing that you want is not doing anything about any idea. Because if Edison had not tried those 10,000 different elements, he would not have found one that would work. When they asked him, how does it feel to have failed 10,000 times? He said, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I succeeded 10,000 times at proving that this was not the element I was looking for. And how are you going to know that this is not the idea you're looking for if you don't go for it? So I will leave you with that. This was a really fun week. Thank you so much for joining me on it. If you want to work with me at any capacity, check out peaceunleashed.com. That is my website. You can reach out to me through that website. I love, love, love hearing from you. If you want to receive daily love notes from me, 
check out Instagram and find Peace Unleashed. Those love notes are meant to inspire and uplift you. That's their entire purpose. Find those, read those, be uplifted, live your best life. That is truly my wish for you. And until next time, next week, when we come back with an entirely new topic, I wish you a peace-filled weekend. <laughs>